Matters. Now, it's time for us to turn to our uh, first uh, topic of today, and I'm delighted to be joined by Nathan Solia. Nathan is a fitness coach. He joins us, he usually joins Noreen every Friday, so I haven't spoken to Nate for a while, but Nate, welcome to the program. It's great to talk to you. Long time no here, Karen. How are you? I know it has been a long time. I've been pretty, very well. I've been like exercising and uh, eating well and maybe not getting enough sleep, which is a good segue into our topic today, uh, trying to get a better night's sleep. How did you sleep last night? You know what? I slept amazing. I actually had nine hours last night. That's a lot. So... You know, and you know, I, I just want to share with your listeners. I I had a um, I had a um, a cyst that I had to take get taken out of my back. It's been there for a while. It's a it's a god. It's no no big deal. It's mm-hmm. called a supacious cyst, and um and it, you know, my doctor said Look, it'll go up and go down. Um, but you know, you you can get cut out whenever you want to get it cut out. And it just got to a point now where it went up. And then it started to, and I'm just going to be really self-expressed here, it started to weep. So I went to the doctor oh. and she cleaned it all up and she said to me, oh, I want you to go on antibiotics. And I was like, well, I don't like taking antibiotics. Is there a way that I can? She said, well, we'll just clean it up, we'll patch it up and um, and go and get some sleep. Mm. So I thought, great. So what I'll do is I'll go home and I slept. Uh, I went to bed at 10.30 last night and then I got up at 7.30 this morning and it was amazing. <laughs> so I'm really excited about, you know, sharing today about the, you know, the different ways of being able to get a better quality sleep. Because, you know, nowadays, I, I, so many people complain about they just don't either they don't get enough sleep or they don't get enough quality sleep. Yes, it's become a huge topic. And so let us let's go back a little bit and, and just explain to listeners why sleep is so important in the first place. I mean, what's happening to our bodies and our brain when we're sleeping? So what happens is um, it's it's the, the 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 main thing is is it's it's uh, uh, um, uh, mental repair. So it it, it it repairs us. It's a psychological repair. Now here's the thing is is that we are dictated by the sun and the moon. When the sun is up, we're supposed to be up. Mm-hmm. And and physiologically, well, our um, our um, our adrenaline goes up. Our um, our serotonin levels go up when when it's daylight. Now, when we go into nighttime, um, melatonin starts to increase. You've heard of melatonin yes, before. Yes. Melatonin is a, a natural releasing substance that makes us go to sleep. And then our serotonin and our adrenaline drops. And so when it's nighttime, we're supposed to sleep. So we now, feel sleepy, right? We should feel yeah, sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're, well, we, 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 we're... Um, we're, we're, we're dictated, like I said, we're dictated by the sun and the moon. So when the sun starts to go down and the moon starts to rise, our body starts to go, oh, I'm ready to sleep. Now, the problem is, is when we have artificial light hitting our skin, you know, you know, when you have a, a it's very similar to like a plant, you know, when you sh- sun, uh, shine sun on a plant, uh, it starts to sprout. Right. Uh, it starts to open up. You know, the flowers start to open up. When it starts to go dark, it starts to close up. We're exactly the same, right? So when the sun starts to go down and moon starts to come up, we actually are supposed to sleep. Now, when we get hit by artificial light, you know, when we're in an office, you know, when we're, um, you know, uh, when we're in our house and we've got all the lights on, uh, TVs, EMFs from the TV also uh, starts to disrupt our, uh, um, our uh, ability to go to sleep. Mm. So, um, so the, the, the question that you asked, 
was um, why do we need to sleep? Well, we need to be able to repair our mental state and our also physical state. So here's the thing. Between um, 11, a, 11 p.m. in the evening and at 4 a.m. in the morning, we actually have the biggest dose of gr human growth hormone that releases into our body. It's dictated by the sun and the moon. And so if we're getting to bed any later than 11 a.m., 11 p.m., then we're not getting that big dose of growth hormone that we need to be able to grow and repair and and um, uh, and and to heal. So what my advice to many people is, is we need to get to bed around 1030 at night. Okay. Now, in Hong Kong, difficult, right? Yes. I mean, so many people complain about, oh, look, I go to bed at midnight, go to bed at one. I've had people come into me and because they are they're not getting a bed on time, their body is not healing well enough to be able to repair from the workouts. So I'm getting a lot of people with recurring injuries and they're not getting that sleep. And so simply by just getting to get to sleep, going to sleep at 10, 1030 allows that body to repair between 10 o'clock and 11, uh, 10 o'clock and two o'clock in the morning. And then we have a psychological repair from two to six, which is why, you know, people say to me, hey, look, I feel OK. You know, when I go to bed late, I can get up early and, mm -hmm. and you know, my, my mental state's OK. But a physiological repair is being uh, hindered right. because we're going to bed too late. So I know a lot of people, myself included, who would love to go to bed at 10, 10.30, but the, sometimes when I've tried to do that, I can't fall asleep. And then you get into this spiral of being aware that I want to sleep, but I'm wide awake. Now what time is it? And then it just makes you more anxious. So how, what are tips you have for falling asleep at an earlier time? Yeah, look, Karen, you're not alone. You know, this is exactly, um, you know, the, some of the things that I've gone throughout throughout my life as well. And, you know, one of the, you know, because, you know, my, 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 my whole practice is all based on what I call the six pillars. And, and just to real quickly, six pillars is mindset, breathing, hydration, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. And what I look to do is fill up those six buckets every single day. And so sleep is the last one, right? But sleep can also be hindered by your mindset and your breathing. Mm. So here's what I would recommend, um, especially for uh, especially for women who may be going through menopause. Your body will heat up, right? If you are um, if if your body is hot before you go into bed, that will disrupt your sleep. If your room is hot, it'll also disrupt your sleep. So here's some practices that you can try. First is setting up your room, making sure that your bed is comfortable, your pillows are comfortable, you've got nice, you know, soft sheets. Um, your 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 bedroom is at the optimum temperature, and that's anywhere between 16 and 17 degrees. Oh, that's chilly. Oh, I know, <laughs> right? Chilly. And that's the thing. That that's the they they did a study of quite a few years ago on um on uh people who 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 suffered from schizophrenia, and. It's a perpetual cycle with schizophrenia. You know, they, they, they go crazy. They stay late up late night. They get even more crazy. And the thing is, is like this perpetuates. So what we need to do, and what they did is, is they started putting these skull caps on them mm. and running cold water through these skull caps to be able to cool their body temperature. And it dramatically improved their sleep as well as lower their anxiety, lower their stress levels. And, um, and it was a, a great benefit. So, Correlating this to, you know, to the, the normal man. And, you know, I would like to think that, that we're all a little bit crazy. Yeah. So being able to be able to get your room temperature down to a level, 
Here's a good one for you is even having a shower before going to bed. Oh. doesn't have to be a cold shower, but it can be just a, a shower. I like having a cold shower because it does bring my temperature down. And I've, I've tried this a number with uh, with women who, who experience menopause, is this being able to lower your temperature before going to bed allows you to get a better quality sleep. That's interesting. That's so counterintuitive because I would feel that going to bed, I want to be nice and warm and cozy. Yes. Yes, it is. And so just, you know, I mean, you're going to be hot anyway, right? But the thing is, is if you're too hot, it leads to a poor quality sleep. So you want to be able to bring that down. I mean, you've had, have you ever had times before, you know, when you, you know, during the summertime, just, just you know, if we put it in layman's terms, in the summertime, we generally stay awake longer. Yeah, it's it's In the winter. Hot. Yeah, true. Yeah. Too hot we, to we sleep. We go to sleep for longer. Mm. Yeah. So so being able to set your room up in a way of um, uh, of of the temperature of the room, the darkness of your room, how dark is your room? You know, that's one of the things that that a lot of people don't think of is as they like to have their windows pulled. Now, we're getting a lot of these street lights coming in our windows. Hong Kong is is a lit up city. Yes, it is. So we've got to be able to make sure that, you know, we darken it, because, like I said, especially if you are someone who's like a pilot or works late shifts or, or, you know, you know, during the night, you want to make your room as dark as you can because then it switches your body or tricks your body into thinking, oh, it's nighttime, I need to sleep. So if you can, if you have the blackout curtains, fantastic. If mm. you don't, consider getting that as a way of being able to get your room as dark as you can so that way you get a better night's sleep. Switching off electronics in your room is really important. Like I mentioned before, the EMS from your phone, the yeah. electronic magnetic fields, is also something that's shown to disrupt. It, it disrupts kids' um, sleep patterns. So my daughter had this incident where, you know, she couldn't sleep, you know, very young, couldn't sleep throughout the night. Um, you know, I tried, switched the Wi-Fi off in the house. Oh. She improved her sleep straight away. <laughs> and, so, and, and so, you know, if you are more sensitive to this, then it might be something that you consider. Try it. Mm. You know, like I said to many of my clients, don't believe what I say. Try, it, try it. See if it works. Try it exactly. Okay. And so, so, and so the other one is is getting your room quiet, yes. right? So having your room where, um, you know, if, if you have a lot of traffic going past your house, you know, if there's a lot of noise going on, then you know you consider getting like a, a a small water fountain. You can get these in little, you know, alternative uh, shops or, or or garden shops and things like this, and having dripping of water running down a little fountain sort of blocks out that noise. The white noise, or even yeah. having. Even having the white noise. You remember the white noise when you have with the kids? Um, it's a it's a it's a sound that you don't really sort of hear, but it sort of blocks out a lot of the noise that's going on around you. Yes, yes. So that's they're the some of the things that I would consider. The other one that I would do is just to try and get a better night's sleep is even uh, uh, yeah, is try meditating. Mm -hmm. Have you tried meditating before, Karen? Yes, I have. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. And you know, and and just consider, you know, a lot of people think it's woo-woo. Um but you know what? I've been practicing meditation for what is it now? So I've probably been practicing for about seven or eight years now. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way of being able to calm my mind before I go to bed. And look, some people, like you said, you know, they, they go throughout the night going, oh, I can't get to sleep. And, oh, you know, and then they get even more wound up. Mm. Here's something that I would like you to think of. of a positive affirmation is, is that saying that, hey, even though I am awake, my body is horizontal. And I'm allowing my body to rest. So whether I sleep or whether I don't, 
I am going to make sure that I lie horizontal for the next seven to eight to nine hours so that way my body gets a full rest throughout the night. Right. And I've done that a number of times where I've come back from jet lag. Yes. You know, I went to go, I went to New Jersey. It was a 12 hour difference, turned it around, came back home. And then I, uh, I had to go to a fitness retreat in a few days time. Now, obviously I needed to get my body back into, you know, the time zone of Hong Kong. So I went to bed about seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. And then all I did was just said to myself, look, all I'm going to do is just lie for meditation for the next 12 hours. And all I'm going to do is meditate. And I just faded in and out of sleep throughout the whole night. So whenever I woke up, I went back to meditation again, belly breathing. For all you people who are not sure what meditation is, all it is is just belly breathing and focusing on your breath. Now, mm. obviously, voices are going to come in your head saying something or, or you'll hear noises or you'll feel an itch. All you need to do is just acknowledge it and, and repeat it back to yourself yes. and let it pass. Let it pass through you. So, so, so I did this throughout the whole night. So by the time I got to the morning, I was like, wow, you know, I've had, uh, you know, and I think yeah, it was, it was 12 hours of, of me just lying in bed doing nothing other than just belly breathing, sipping water every now and then just so if I needed it. And so that way allowed my body to rest. And within two days, I was back to the normal time zone. That's great. So it's something to consider. Now, just to lead on to that, sleep is a, is a habit. Okay, so if you've fallen out of that habit, then it's really it's going to take something to be able to fall back into the habit of sleep. So I recommend a lot of people is to to take on a, a healthy habit of practicing to sleep for the next 21 to 30 days. Right. So actually be and conscious what, of it. And being conscious of it and practicing that habit. Like I said, setting up your room so it's dark and, and cool uh, and quiet, um, you know, uh, uh, making sure that before you go to bed, you you even get off your devices an hour beforehand, maybe read a book, perhaps play some board games, mm -hmm. hang out with your kids, get those, you know, get good, get those electronics out of your out of your way for the last hour of your day. Because like I said, we're, we're electronic, right? We're, we're, we're electric. We're you know, wired we electric all the time. <laughs> Right. So we have this this thing between electronics and, and us. So we've got to make sure that we distance ourselves from that so that way we can calm the body down. And so that's that's what I would recommend to be able to start getting start getting it. It has to be a habit, so you need to practice it from today for the next twenty one to thirty days of being able to get a bed on time. And a lot of people say to me, Yeah, but I already go to bed at night at twelve o'clock at night. How do I switch to ten thirty? Right. I mean that's so early. <laughs> Start with half an hour, 12 o'clock, go to bed at 11.30. Yep, next yeah. day or the next week, go to bed at 11. Next day, and, and that's where I want you to practice. And the thing is, is like people say, oh, that's so hard. I said, well, look, this is the price that you need to pay to be able to create a habit. I mean, a habit is not just like today I've created a habit. Next, now I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. We are creatures of habit, and you've created this habit for yourself. So now you need to reverse all of that and create a different habit. Yes, exactly. Now, Nate, one thing that is very common is people have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. The The research shows us that for adults over the age of 40, 69% of men and 76% of women get up to go to the bathroom at least once a night. And sometimes you do that and you can go back to bed and fall asleep straight away, but sometimes you can't. So if mm. you can't, 
would you sort of go to that meditation um, uh, method of trying to just, okay, I'm now a little bit awake, but I'm just going to lie here and focus on my breathing and hopefully I'll get to sleep again. If not, I'm just going to lie here. Yeah. Well, there's two there's two answers in there. First is we want to be able to reduce you waking up during the middle of the night and, and going for a wee. What I would recommend is, and I, I suffered from the same, right? Um, being 50, uh, you know, we're, we're supposed to have weak bladders, smaller yeah. bladders. If we have a big tummy, it also pushes on our bladder. So being able to restrict the amount of water that we drink at night is really important to how many times we get up in the night and going for a wee. So what I recommend is, is if you do have this incidence of getting in the middle of the night of going for a wee, restrict and have no water from 7 p.m. onwards. Now, if you struggle to be able to to, to go through, um, you know, until you go to bed without no water, then all I recommend is, is getting a sip of water, rinse it around your mouth, swallow it, and then sit on that, okay? And then before you go to bed, go to the toilet. Just like we say with most kids, right, right. when they wee their bed. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we tell them to go to the toilet before they go to bed. So then do that. Now, that's your first one, and that's to be able to reduce or even prevent getting up during the night. Now, the other question that you mentioned was, is like, okay, I wake up in the middle of the night, go to the toilet, and now I'm wide awake. Well, there's two ways. Like you mentioned, meditation is one way you can do it. But generally, some people have a lot of thoughts going through their head. Oh, what do I have to do tomorrow? Oh, you know, I forgot that yeah. I have that on. And, it's 4 o'clock oh, now. Know, I've got to get up soon. It's 4 o'clock. Maybe I should just get up. Well, look, you know, like I said before, is this like really analyze if you're tired or not. If you're not tired, then you can stay awake and work through the thing. But for me, I, I, my my value of sleep is so high now is, is that if I do have thoughts, I have a journal beside my bed and I have a little, you know, and I write in my little journal saying all of these thoughts that I have, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, I've got to correct this. And I'll write it in my journal and I'll acknowledge that and I'll say to myself, Right, I've got it on my journal. I know that I'm going to read it tomorrow. Everything's okay. And then I'll go back to meditating or going back to belly breathing and, and looking to fall asleep. And if I don't fall asleep for those two hours, I know that I've had another two hours of just allowing my body to rest in a, in a um, horizontal position and allowing all of my joints and all of my spine to be able to relax. That's great. Well, Nate, thanks so much for all those tips. I think uh, we all need to get into better sleep habits. And it's great to be able to have a plan so that you can actually do it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, just one more thing, because some people sort of go, yeah, but you know, my hormones are out or, or you know, I, I, I feel like all of that stuff works. Consider supplementation as a well of being able to support you as well. So magnesium, um, even uh, melatonin, and then also I've used in the past is CBD oil. But no, the thing with the CBD oil, we, apparently it's like a ban from Hong we Kong We can't now. do Yeah, I can't do that anymore. You can't take it. So consider using supplementation as in, like I said, magnesium, uh, vitamin B, uh, melatonin as a way of being able to improve your sleep if you've got all of those natural things in place first. Yes, sounds great. All right, Nathan Solia, thanks so much for joining us. It's been great talking to you about sleep. Take care. See you next My time. My pleasure. <laughs>